At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Pro Football Blitz right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Brady Cannon along with Mike Pritchard live at the Circa Resort and Casino in fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. And NFL Sunday is wrapping up in Week 12, but we've got one more game to go kicking off in less than 20 minutes from now. It will be the Green Bay Packers visiting the Philadelphia Eagles. And, Mike, great to be back with you again. Uh, let's analyze this game while we've got a few minutes to do so. Despite the Packers' struggles and the Eagles' really early season dominance, the difference in opponents that they have played this year is pretty glaring. The Packers have played some really tough teams. They've played the Vikings, the Buccaneers, the Patriots, the Giants, the Jets, the Commanders, the Bills, and the Titans, while the Eagles have faced the Lions, the Jaguars, the Cardinals, the Steelers, the Texans, and the Colts. Green Bay is on extra rest after they were beaten by the Tennessee Titans last Thursday night. Philadelphia had to come back to squeak by the Colts last Sunday, 17-16 to in Indianapolis. Sunday night football, again, about to kick off in less than 20 minutes from now. And Pritch, the Eagles are laying six or six and a half. The consensus number is six and a half here in Las Vegas. And your total is 46 and a half. Yeah, it should be a good game, uh, Brady. I think uh, we saw the Packers struggle all year long offensively. I think uh, maybe rounding into shape a little bit or or to where they want to be with the younger players that they have on their team right now. And uh, you think about the Eagles uh, they have stubbed their toe a little bit. Uh, now that Dallas Goddard has been banged up, too. A.J. Brown, I think, has been banged up uh, the last couple of weeks, too. So uh, two teams trying to find themselves as it gets more competitive in the National Football League. We're talking about the end of November into December when teams typically want to peak. Uh, you want to be playing your best football right about now if you can, and uh, you want to be healthy if you can as well. So uh, the execution for the Eagles have slipped a little bit offensively. I think defensively they're okay. Uh, they've added Indomitian Sue. That's going to help to provide some more depth uh, on that uh, defensive line. Uh, and then for the Packers, Aaron Rodgers dealing with the broken thumb. I, I get that, but he's willing to play and play through that. There's a number of players, key players on that team for the Packers that is dealing with injuries. But, uh, you know, you got to suck it up and, and get out there and play. And I, I like the uh, emergence of Christian Watson, uh, the young wide receiver for Green Bay as well. Uh, we'll see. Uh, if they can be consistent, though. And that's, that's the name of the game for me, for the Packers, if they can be consistent in their matchup against the Eagles tonight. 
Well, right now, you mentioned their offense has been struggling. They have scored on only 29% of their drives, and that is ahead of only the Denver Broncos. Uh, Nearly 18% of all plays run against Green Bay have come from inside the red zone. That's the highest rate in the league. The Eagles, by the way, are fourth in red zone offense. The Packers are 13th in red zone defense. Nearly 83% of the touchdowns scored by the Packers have come via passing That is the highest rate in the league, but they're going to face a very good passing defense tonight. Philadelphia ranked second in passing defense and first in defensive passer rating. Uh, Nearly 55% of the Eagles touchdowns have come via rushing, and that is third in the league, and they will be facing a very weak rushing defense. Green Bay 25th in rushing defense in the NFL, and Philadelphia owns the league's sixth best rushing attack. So, Green Bay, you know, they kind of live off the pass. The Eagles live off the run, and that doesn't match up well for Green Bay. No, it, it doesn't match up well. The thing about uh, slowing down or stopping the run, uh, Brady, it's all about that passion, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all about w- whether or not you want to be physical. And you're okay, you're on Sunday Night Football. Everybody's watching at the big stage. Uh, I don't think you would want to embarrass yourself that way uh, if you're Green Bay in that defense. I mean, you, you have to rise to the occasion, especially after letting Derrick Henry do what he did. Uh, yeah. to that defense, Good right? Point. I mean, if you have some pride, uh, I know the Eagles, uh, from a schematic standpoint, it's not overly complicated. It's a, it's a college offense. That's what it is. Uh, if you watch UNLV football for a number of years, <laughs> it's that offense. It's Mike Sanford. It's the Utah when they had uh, Alex Smith. I mean, it's that same offense. But uh, I think, uh, you know, from from trying to stop that, it's the willingness to to get dirty, to get your uniform dirty and be physical. And Green Bay – uh, has not presented that uh, consistently defensively. So we'll, we'll see if they rise to the occasion that way tonight. But I, I expect Aaron Rodgers to have a rapport uh, with Christian Watson and some other players, though, in the passing game. Uh, still lean on a running game offensively, though. But I, I need to see Green Bay be physical in this game, though, tonight. Well, he will still be without Romeo Dobbs, will Aaron Rodgers. But, yeah, Christian Watson has certainly emerged the last couple of games, and he's been a real joy to watch, and he ought to be a big factor Again this evening, the trends really favor the Packers here. The Eagles have lost three straight games to the spread. The Packers are 8-2 and two against the number when coming off of a Thursday game, and the Eagles are just 3-8 and eight against the number when facing an opponent off of a Thursday game. So that extra rest really comes into play here. And Aaron Rodgers, finally, 10-1 and one straight up and against the spread as an underdog when he's coming off of a straight-up loss as a favorite, which, of course, they did last Thursday night in that loss to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, my numbers came out pretty heavy on the Eagles here. Eagles by 10.5, Eagles by 6.5. That's right where we are. And then Eagles minus 10. I did play Philadelphia in a teaser. I've got the other legs home, so I'm rooting for Philadelphia. Right. Teased them all the way down to just favored by a half point. So if they can win this one by one or more, I'm in good shape. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the smart play. I mean, obviously, if you, you like to bet numbers too, like a seven and all that. But, I mean, if you can get a teaser opportunity – uh, with the Eagles at home, uh, I, I think that's a favorable situation. Uh, like I mentioned before, I mean, the emergence of Christian Watson and, uh, you know, that that aspect of their offense, uh, it, it's okay, right? Is that going to be enough, though, to win a game? I, I, I'm not so sure about that. Uh, Jalen Hurts, too, though, he's a dynamic player. Um, uh, what makes the Eagles go is his ability to run the football, but he's got to find the playmakers, too. He's got to find some matchups. Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator, he has to call plays and sequence plays to set up things, too. He can't just call what has been working all year long because teams have been working against what you have been calling and working on all year long. So uh, as a young offensive coordinator, he's got to understand that and and be better uh, to help the players out on the field tonight. You wonder if the Eagles are going to have an effort where they bounce back mm-hmm. because it has been three gra- uh, three games in a row where they have not covered the spread. I don't want to say they were lethargic in that win on Thursday night over the Houston Texans, even though they didn't cover the number. They missed out covering there by a couple of points. Uh, but the last couple of games, of course, a loss to the Washington Commanders and then having to come back late, rallying from 10 points down in the fourth quarter to beat the Indianapolis Colts. And we talked about the teams that they've played this year. Mm-hmm. It, it has not been a murderer's row, and, and Green Bay certainly doesn't fall into that category of murderer's row. But I, I agree with you, and I agree with some of the trends here. Aaron Rodgers on Sunday Night Football as an underdog. You expect an inspired effort out of them. But I wonder if Philly's going to flip that switch back to where they were in the beginning of the year. Well, when you lose a key player like a, a Dallas Goddard, uh, somebody who's integral part of your offense, I mean, you're going to have to evolve. 
Uh, and maybe that takes a few weeks to kind of mm -hmm. do that. And, uh, you know, a lot of times in the National Football League, we'll, we'll see that key player go down and then you'll say, okay, what, what just happened to that offense? Uh, they were rolling and all of a sudden now they can't even move the football. Well, that player was a big part of what they like to do, whether it was a decoy situation or whether uh, it was a target situation. Uh, so I, I think the Eagles are certainly have enough time to evolve away from Dallas Goddard and, and missing him. Uh, but make, uh, there's no mistake about this. That guy was a, a great matchup advantage uh, for what the Eagles want to do on a perimeter and certainly with play action. Uh, maybe somebody else will, will emerge. Maybe somebody has stepped up in practice. Uh, but to me, it's got to be A.J. Brown featuring him. Uh, Devontae Smith is a guy, too. Quez Watkins, I mean, they, they have a nice contingent uh, in terms of what they want to do and who they have around Jalen Hurts. But can they execute to that level, though? Well, let's take a look at some of the player props again for Sunday Night Football. The Packers visiting the Philadelphia Eagles. Aaron Rodgers versus Jalen Hurts. They're passing props. Uh, Rodgers over or under 221 and a half yards passing. And the same exact number for Jalen Hurts, 221 and a half yards passing, minus 115 either way. Any opinion on either of those guys, if they will go under or over their passing yard total? Oh, man. I mean... I would lean on Aaron Rodgers going over. Yeah. I mean. Facing a tough passing facing defense. Facing a tough passing but defense. But that's really, so. well, you know, he, I would go more to the running game. Would you? Because that is, you know, we've seen that the last few weeks. That is a weak spot mm -hmm. for Philadelphia is defending the run. Yeah. And I, I would look, uh, you know, I probably wouldn't mess with the passing props as far as Rodgers and Hurts. Okay. But I would go down to the next column here, the rushing props and go over on Aaron Jones mm -hmm. over 55, uh, 55 and a half yards. That's why it's 125 right there. Uh, yeah, Miles Sanders, it's a favorite. Yeah, it's a favorite. Yeah, Miles, Miles Sanders, 68 and a half, uh, minus 115. Um, that's not a bad one that's either. That's not a bad one. Aaron Green Jones Bay doesn't have the rushing defense. Right. You know me about uh, running back, especially in a West Coast offense like this. You know, Aaron Jones, 24 and a half receiving yards, minus 110 over. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that. I mean, you got the screen game. You have... The arrow routes, you have the option routes, you have the flat routes. Uh, you even have Aaron Jones or the ability to line up, you know, in a slot, mm -hmm. right? So uh, I, I think from a matchup standpoint, you know, for a running back in this offense, think of a running back as a halfback, you know, the Ricky Waters and the Roger yeah. Craigs and all that. That's what, that's what the West Coast offense is all about. So uh, I always look for running backs or halfbacks that can be a dual threat that way and, and look at the receiving uh, yards props 24 and a half uh, to me is doable yep over. I really like that one 24 and a half uh, receiving yards mm -hmm. over over 24 and a half yards for Aaron Jones mm -hmm. I do lean towards over 55 and a half yards rushing as well another one I like here you've got A.J. Brown Devonta Smith uh, under or over their receiving yards I'm going to look at Quez Watkins. Right. You mentioned him earlier. 22 and a half yards. I think he can go over that. Um, obviously, A.J. Brown and Devontae mm -hmm. Smith are going to get the focus of that Green Bay defense. But I figure if Quez Watkins can catch just a couple of passes, he should be able to go over that. Well, if A.J. Brown is a focal point, which he should be, right? <laughs> then, yeah, I mean, Quez Watkins will have an opportunity against, you know, the, the number three cover guy, right, if you can get those matchups. So uh, that's, that's an interesting uh, receiving yards prop as well. All right, well, we will wrap up our thoughts on the player props, a final prediction for Sunday night football, and then roll into our recaps from what went down on a wild Sunday in the NFL in Week 12. We'll be back with more in just a moment. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that saying? with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Watch football with a little more on the line by playing free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness, set your lineup, and watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness, made of more. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Welcome back inside the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you. They're getting ready to kick it off in Philadelphia, the Eagles and the Packers. Going over our player props here, I like Aaron Jones over 55.5 yards rushing. You like Aaron Jones over 24.5 yards receiving. I think I kind of like both of those. Uh, And then I like Quez Watkins over 22.5 receiving yards for the Philadelphia Eagles. Anything else catch your eye there, Pritch? Uh, You know, and I like to play props kind of the way you see the game unfolding. Yeah, I mean, I kind of lean Aaron Rodgers in the over passing yards. I mean, it is Sunday night football, right? And uh, it's Aaron Rodgers, uh, 221 and a half. He's going to make some unbelievable throws. I, I think he's going to give the players opportunity uh, to make plays. Like, I was talking to Brian Ortega, our producer, about this in, in terms of how hesitant or, or how Aaron Rodgers wanted to hold the ball on, you know, hold mm-hmm. the ball and, and not mm-hmm. throw it and not release it because he just wasn't too confident, didn't have that relationship like he had with Tay, Devontae Adams, and and others. So, you know, with with players out there that he trusts, I think uh, he's going to let it go uh, tonight. And I think the trust is building every week with his receivers, certainly Christian mm-hmm. Watson. Uh, you wonder if this number is maybe discounted a little bit uh, for a couple of reasons, the very good passing defense of the Philadelphia Eagles. But do you think also that maybe this number is adjusted a little bit because the news has come out that he's got a broken thumb? Maybe, but he's had a broken thumb for a number of weeks, though. <laughs> but but we didn't really know about it, yeah. at least the general public, I guess. Well, in, in, at least for the last 10 days or so. Yeah, you know, it's fascinating because uh, in, in the locker room, there's a lot of things that the public doesn't know about. Right. You know, uh, unless it gets out, you know, uh, there's injury reports and you think about an abdomen. Well, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> is that a cramp? Stomach what is ache. That? Right, yeah, what is that? Uh, but, you know, I, I think when you can get more uh, – uh, of a description of the injury, like an ankle, you go, it's a high ankle sprain, you're going to be out, something like that, or or a hamstring. Uh, but, you know, the thumb is interesting because, you know, Dak Prescott had surgery and he was out. Yes. Whereas, you know, Aaron Rodgers, 38 years old, well, I'm okay, I'll get surgery after the, after the season. So uh, there's a lot of that uh, in the National Football League, whether or not you have a scope on your knee uh, and you're out three or four weeks as a player, but then a scope on your knee – all of a sudden, that player is like, nope, uh, I'm shutting it down for the rest of the year. So there's a lot of that going on in the National Football League, too, which uh, certainly as betters, I mean, 
it would be helpful to have all the information. But uh, to, to me, there's a lot of camouflage going on as well, though, with injuries. Yeah, really not an edge that I can find or, or a way I see the game playing out where I can find something that I like as far as the passing props mm-hmm. on either Aaron Rodgers or Jalen Hurts. I mentioned that I do have the Philadelphia Eagles teased down. I know when we did the Saturday di- edition of Pro Football Blitz, you like that play as well. Do you still have that involved? Yeah, uh, well, I had a teaser that cashed. It was um, the Titans and... Um, believe it or not, uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get physically abused. I think uh, <laughs> I actually teased uh, the Falcons. Uh huh. <laughs> so I did do that. I couldn't help myself. I couldn't help they myself. Should have won that game. Uh, oh my goodness, I know, but uh, I'm not supposed to do it. I, I get it, and, and I know I'm gonna get hit up for that. But uh, it worked. It cashed though today. So, uh, so but you no, don't. Ha- you're not in play with the Eagles. Not then. with the Eagles. Yeah, I was light because of last week. I was so hot, and you know, with my bets that. I kind of wanted to go light, and so I looked at a ton of teasers, uh, but just settled on that one that cash today. All right, let's get into our first recap as we are just minutes away from kickoff in Philadelphia. The line has moved to a consensus six, so some money coming in late here on the Green Bay Packers. Your total, the consensus number, still at 46.5. There are some lone 47s out there. In fact, right here at Circus Sports, some money coming in on over the total. So the consensus number right now across Las Vegas is Philadelphia Eagles by six with 46.5 as your total. All right, we go in official Nevada rotation order, and we start with the Ravens at the Jaguars. The Mm. Ravens offense, they came out rolling early on the first drive, but it stalled in the red zone. They had to settle for a field goal. It was 3-0 Baltimore. Jacksonville, they were not able to do anything on offense. Baltimore added another field goal to make it 6-0 late in the first quarter. Jacksonville then turned Baltimore over on downs at fourth and one that failed, and that turned into a Trevor Lawrence to Jamichael Hasty touchdown pass from 28 yards out, and the Jaguars had the lead 7-6 with 10 minutes still to go before halftime. Justin Tucker then booted his third field goal of the day, a 55-yarder. It was 9-7 Baltimore with five minutes left in the second quarter. Jacksonville regained the lead with a field goal to end the first half, and they went to the locker room up on the Ravens 10-9. The Ravens were struggling in the red zone, but it's always nice to have the leg of Justin Tucker. His fourth field goal of the afternoon made it 12-10 Baltimore with eight minutes left in the third quarter. Then late third quarter, the Ravens sacked Trevor Lawrence and recovered the fumble. Baltimore was near red zone territory once again, and this time they cashed in. Gus Edwards bounces in from the one-yard line, and it was 19-10 in favor of the visitors early fourth quarter. Jacksonville then drove it down for a touchdown with six minutes left in the game. Trevor Lawrence to Jamal Agnew, and the Ravens fumbled the ensuing kickoff. The Jaguars were back in business, trailing by two. They ended up turning that into a field goal, and they were back on top 20-19 to with just over four minutes left in regulation. Yet another trip to the red zone for Baltimore with two minutes left in regulation. Lamar Jackson to Josh Oliver from 12 yards out, 27-20 Blackbirds. Jaguars come back the other way. Nine plays in just a minute 48 ends in Trevor Lawrence to Marvin Jones for a touchdown with just 18 seconds left. They go for two and they get it. 28-27 Jaguars. They kick it off to the Ravens, who then have 10 seconds left to get into field goal range for Justin Tucker once again. With two seconds left on the clock, Tucker lines up for a 67-yarder. That would have been an NFL record. It looked good all the way, but it comes up just short. And so do the Ravens. What a finish this was. 28-27 Jaguars win and cover as three-point home dogs. The game sails over the total. Ravens drop to 7-4 and four and into a tie with the Bengals in the AFC North. Jacksonville moves to 4-7. and seven. We had to wait out a weather delay before this game started, and I tell you, it was well worth the wait. It was well worth the wait, and I think that weather helped out Jacksonville. Think about the heavy air. Uh, on that Justin Tucker yeah, kick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they said of, there was no wind to speak of when he but kicked the heavy that. Air, but right, though, sure, right? humidity in the air. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, because Tucker, I don't know if you noticed, he actually tried to kick off. Like, you, it wasn't your normal approach on a field goal attempt. Okay. He actually took a few extra steps to try to get more. I uh, thought he had it. I thought he did, too, but that ball just died, though. Yep. The ball just died. Sure um, it did. Uh, but uh, great game. Uh, credit to... Jacksonville for not turning the ball over, actually winning the turnover margin. They did turn over once, but uh, they won a turnover differential in the game, the turnover margin, and that helped. I mean, the Ravens have capitalized all year on getting turnovers. You know, mm-hmm. They were second in the league uh, with the most uh, takeaways this season. So 
Uh, you know, the Ravens ran the ball too. Uh, I think uh, they needed to do that a little bit to keep uh, things off balance for uh, for the Ravens. But Trevor Lawrence, this is all about him kind of arriving as a quarterback, you know, uh, in the pressured situation. He took some hits too. Uh, but that guy stood in the pocket, stood strong, uh, was that leader on the field for that young group of players. Uh, and I, I go back to what I said at the beginning of the year, that Jacksonville kind of reminds you that this is a young man's game, mm-hmm. you know. And, and if you can rise up and, and improve, like a team that's young like that, they have a better chance of improving more so than a veteran team. The veteran team is going to rely on what they've done, right, uh, and, and hope for the, bounce, the ball bouncing in their direction. But – uh, I tell you, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you mentioned this yesterday, um, the ability to have that point differential but the losing record right. uh, in their favor, uh, but they don't quit. I mean, they've, they've taken some tough losses along the way uh, in the fourth quarter, you know, final possessions and stuff like that. But at home against the Raiders, they came back and won that game. Uh, at home against the Ravens, uh, they did the same thing today. Yeah, I thought Trevor Lawrence looked really good, yeah. especially on that last drive, the touchdown pass to Jones. Now, the – Touchdown to Jones was controversial. <laughs> I, I don't think it was a touchdown. They said his shin was in? Is that what it was? Yeah, I, I, I thought he was out of bounds. And then a great pass on the two-point conversion mm-hmm. to get that done. And, and uh, boy, it was a wild finish for sure. Next up for the Ravens, they will go back home and host the Denver Broncos. They mm-hmm. are seven-and-a-half-point favorites in the early line in that one. The Jacksonville Jaguars will go on the road to the Lions. The Lions, of course, playing on Thanksgiving will be on extra rest. And right now... That game is a pick 'em. That, that spread, I think, is very interesting. The mm-hmm. Lions and the Jaguars in a pick 'em. Yeah, it is interesting. Um, it really is. You know, the Jacksonville Jaguars, you get some type of confidence as a young team. There goes the momentum. Uh, you start to create that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we talked about we've done this as a pro tip uh, probably at least a couple of times. We've certainly discussed it many times when handicapping the games. A team that is struggling that goes into a bye week, I like to bet on them when they come out on the other side. The Jaguars certainly looked like they capitalized on the bye week and got their act together and uh, come out with a win over the Baltimore Ravens. The Philadelphia Eagles facing third and 10 here. Could be a three and out on the first possession for Jalen Hurts and company, and he scrambles, and it looks like he's going to get the first down. We'll update you on Philadelphia's first offensive possession when we come back on the other side right here on the Pro Football Blitz. The VEASAN Cyber Monday deal is on now. Sign up today to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber and you'll get a daily recap of the top plays made by the VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and the bets are moving for every game. Deep dive daily betting reports plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VEASAN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store. The VEASAN store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry up. This is a limited time Cyber Monday offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. The Philadelphia Eagles are into the end zone, and a big part of that drive was the legs of Jalen Hurts, Mike. Mm -hmm. He converted on third and 10 with a run and converted on third and six with a big run that got him into a uh, goal-to-go situation, and then they run it in. Was that Miles Sanders? I didn't see it. Um, I didn't see who scored either. Um, but, yeah, Jalen Hurts was phenomenal on this drive, like you mentioned, Brady. I mean, uh, he's, a, he's a running back who could throw the football. Yep. Uh, because one-on-one, uh, it's a mismatch if you're trying to tackle him in open field. And uh, Green Bay, I don't know if they had a spy or not, but a linebacker kind of stayed in the box. But uh, Jalen Hurts will make that guy miss 100% of the time. Uh, so that's what makes him dynamic. That's why they run the offense that they run. Like I mentioned it as, as a – as a college offense, it's, it's based off of an option scheme, a triple option scheme. Uh, they just don't have the wishbone. They just don't have that formation. But they still pitch the ball. Uh, they still do play action stuff, and they, and they certainly run the quarterback when, when available. Kenneth Gainwell on the touchdown run plunged it in from around the five-yard line or so for the Philadelphia Eagles. They are on the board. The extra point is good, 7 to nothing in favor of Philadelphia with less than 12 minutes to go still in the first quarter. So a quick score 
on the very first possession of the game for the Philadelphia Eagles. And now in the in-game market, they go to 10.5-point favorites. Your total knocks up to 50.5. Any in-game thoughts there, Mike? I mean, that's such a quick score Mm -hmm. that oftentimes that sets up an opportunity to make some in-game moves because the total jumps quite a bit from 46.5 to 50.5, and the Philadelphia Eagles go from six-point favorites all the way to 10.5. So maybe an opportunity to come back on Green Bay. I mean, basically the game has just started. Yeah, I mean, and how much is it different than you know th- this being equal? The Green Bay hasn't even touched the football right. yet, and now you're getting ten and a half points. Yeah, I mean, I would think I would wait to see what Green Bay is going to be about on offense. I mean, who knows? They could put together scripted plays and go right down the field and score two, right? Um, and but, then your ten and a half is going to be very valuable. It's gonna, exactly. I mean, that, that's an opportunity there. I, I think on the other side, uh, the Eagles are playing with six eligibles, like they always do, and what's going to be the adjustment for Green Bay? Like, are they really threatened by the passing game, or are they going to start hovering around the line of scrimmage and say, look, we, we got to slow down Jalen Hurts? In, in other words, we got to make him throw the ball mm-hmm. <laughs> because Jalen Hurts running the ball in the option phase or, or just Jalen Hurts as a running back as that six eligible, that's going to be difficult for us to stop all night. He did complete a few passes on that drive. I know he hit Devonta Smith with one ball, but uh, it was really kind of the way we saw or we talked about this game in the open when we were looking at the player props and also previewing the game from a handicapping standpoint that Green Bay does not have a great rushing defense and the Philadelphia Eagles do have a very good rushing offense. And similarly, they have a great passing defense, does Philadelphia. Now we'll see what... Uh, the strategy is for the Green Bay Packers as they get their first offensive possession coming up. But that first drive, that scoring drive for the Eagles was really dominated by the run. Yeah, it really was. I mean, what, 52 yards on two carries, two scrambles, if you will, for for Hertz. Uh, one of three passing for six yards. Uh, he wanted to throw the ball, but obviously the coverage was there. Uh, and, and I think, you know, if you're Green Bay, you, you see Jalen Hurts, he's not a prolific passer. I don't think if, if he has to throw the ball for over 300 yards, that's going to beat you, right? And uh, But can you hover around the line of scrimmage and, and make it more difficult for him to run it, to tuck and run, or be that decisive when wanting to run? I mean, he was decisive, Brady, when, when he took off and ran on those two big plays right there. So uh, I, I think the adjustments that way for Green Bay, we might see that the next time out oh. for their defense. Scary there for Green Bay Packers fans as they bring it out of the end zone and uh, the run the uh, receiver was juggling it a little bit mm. there and ends up about at his own 10-yard line or so is where Aaron Rodgers will start on offense. And sure enough, that's going to tick your live line up in favor of the Philadelphia Eagles, now 11.5-point favorites in the live market as Green Bay gets started deep in their own territory. All right, we move on to game number two in the Nevada rotation, the Broncos at the Panthers. And Sam Darnold got the start for Carolina. And late in the first quarter, he hit D.J. Moore for a five-yard touchdown pass and catch, and it was 7 to nothing Panthers. The Carolina defense held the Broncos to a field goal, and it was 7-3 to with 10 minutes left in the second quarter. Another Panthers field goal made it 10-3 to Carolina. Then Denver got the ball in the red zone with four minutes left in the half, but they fumbled, and the Panthers recovered. They were not able to capitalize, and we went to the break with Carolina still hanging on to that 10-3 advantage. Now the Panthers found the end zone again halfway through the third quarter. Sam Darnold plunging in from two yards out, and it was 17-3 Carolina. A pair of Panthers field goals made it 23-3, and this game was just about finished. 23-10 ended up being your final, a very cosmetic garbage time touchdown for Denver and Russell Wilson in the waning moments, but the Panthers win and cover no matter when you got the number. Game stays well under the total, not well under the total, by three points. The closing total was 36, but 33 points in total for the game. Carolina improves to 4-9, and nine, and Denver, boy, is it ugly in the Mile High City. They drop to 3-8. and eight. Yeah, I mean, Carolina put... 23 points up on Denver Broncos, too. And yeah. I mean, that defense. That's the one bright spot of their team is defense, it, right? Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> Didn't look good today. No, it did not look good. Uh, they got gashed big time. Um, I, I don't think they brought their helmets, to be honest with you, <laughs> Brady. Um, and, and that's indicative of the situation in Denver. Uh, you know, as a better, understand this. It is very, very turbulent inside the locker room, upstairs in the coaching office, and certainly in the executive level uh, all throughout that organization. So, uh, it's it's just a bad situation altogether right there, uh, and and a reason why you just bet against the Broncos uh, and, and their situations out there. I mean, there's no way they're getting it together. I don't know how they're going to be consistent. Their offensive line, they have one running back that's 
um, familiar with the scheme. Um, and, and so I know Marlon Mack uh, is available too, but not, not that familiar with the scheme and, uh, and, and how everything is synced up in the running game, even in protection, pass protections too. So, and, and Russell Wilson just does not look like what we've witnessed for Russell Wilson over, over the years, right? It's it's a total 180. It's completely 180. Uh, it is totally different. Receivers are dropping passes. I mean, it is a complete mess, an utter mess out there with the Broncos. So falling apart or the wheels have fallen off, uh, in my opinion, there for the Broncos, uh, certainly a bet against uh, in any situation uh, that involves the Denver Broncos moving forward. Not a good situation for the Green Bay Packers as well as Aaron Rodgers is intercepted trying to hit Alan Lazard and hit off a player's helmet, bounced up high into the air, and Philadelphia came down with it. They are on offense once again, and they get started from roughly the 35-yard line of Green Bay, up 7 to nothing. Your in-game number goes all the way to 15-and-a-half now in favor of the Philadelphia Eagles. Your total ticks up to 52-and-a-half, and they will face second down here. looks like around the 35-yard line of the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Um, Why did that guy bring out the ball from the end zone? Was he in the end yeah, zone? Yeah, he was. Yeah, see, those are just mistakes. You're backed up as an offense, too. And you think about the first 15, uh, and from a script standpoint, LaFleur didn't believe that he was going to be, you know, inside his own 25-yard line perhaps, right? And Sure. So, But everything kind of changed right there when, when you have a kickoff returner uh, making that mistake. And he juggled the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was almost a turnover. Yeah. Uh, but did get it out to about the 10-yard line. That results in a turnover. And Jalen Hurts on a scramble once again uh, is in business for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, the Broncos and the Ravens, when we recap the Ravens game, we mentioned this, that will be the next matchup in week 13. The Broncos will travel to Baltimore, and right now Baltimore is a 7.5-point mm-hmm. favorite. Um, there, there's just no way I could take it right now yeah. with, with uh, the Denver Broncos. You made a great point about their defense, and I think eventually that defense that has been so good, one of the best defenses in the whole National mm-hmm. Football League this year, but when your offense, they basically only scored three points right. today. And when they continue to just put up no points week after week, that eventually wears that defense out. Well, it's that, and it's also that, you know, there's going to be a decision at the end of the year that this guy's not even going to be our head coach probably mm-hmm. uh, for a number of players. And uh, maybe from players' standpoint, uh, it's so bad in the locker room, so bad within the organization, you're going to be going elsewhere too. Uh, and so um, you're in December. Uh, it's been a long year. It's been a trying year, and, and as a human, uh, you're not going to play. You're not going to be as passionate about things like you were earlier mm-hmm. when, when something was on the line. And uh, it's unfortunate, but that happens. you know. And if you look at the Broncos, they have some young players uh, on that defensive side of the ball that need to make a name for themselves, but they don't have enough of those guys. They, they have o- older guys and, and guys that have uh, been in the league a little bit and, and certainly looking for their next opportunity, whether it's with the Broncos or – or somewhere else, but uh, I, I believe Hackett um, uh, is just a guy uh, who has lost the locker room. I mean, nobody's believing into anything that he's suggesting or or, or coaching uh, at this point. That's what it looks like to me. I think he's just a placeholder at this point. Yeah. We'll see if he lasts the entire season. I don't know what change you could make to make it any better. Uh, the Broncos, I think uh, this season is just about done. Miles Sanders does get into the end zone this time. Kenneth Gainwell the first time, Sanders the next time. Extra point is no good. 13 to nothing. Philadelphia up early. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Calling all soccer fans to lace up your cleats with BetRivers Online Sportsbook. With the World Cup in full swing, now's the perfect time to check out BetRivers. Log in to BetRivers every single match day and get a free $10 when you place a wager of at least $25. BetRivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. Aaron Jones getting it going. <laughs> We've got we a whole new pop. game going on here. The <laughs> second possession for the Green Bay Packers. Of course, their first possession results in an Aaron Rodgers interception, bounced off the player's helmet and into the arms of a Philadelphia Eagle defender. That turned into a Miles Sanders touchdown. The extra point was no good, 13 to nothing in favor of the Philadelphia Eagles. They moved to as high as 15.5-point favorites in the live market. But Aaron Jones, with a couple of nice runs, and, Mike, when we were uh, off air, you mentioned it. It makes a difference. That runner on the first kickoff return for the Green Bay Packers, he tries to take it out of the end zone. He kind of slips. He's juggling the ball. And there's a touchdown for the Green Bay yeah. Packers right there. I believe that's A.J. Dillon. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we do have a whole whole new ball game here well, like the folks at Bet Rivers. Yeah, I mean, field position is everything. Uh, and as coaches, players, uh, we all talk about that. I mean, uh, that's one of the tendencies that I think is lost um, from a betting standpoint. Uh, because, you know, uh, so much metrics are out there, right? So many metrics are out there. But um, starting field position is, is paramount Yeah. to a lot of things. Like uh, if you're backed up because a bad decision from a kickoff returner or a bad decision from a punt returner, then that kind of changes things. But if you operate in regular field position or a field position that you practice with, right? Uh, then all of a sudden you get into your game plan. So I think we just saw that uh, with the Packers on that drive. Uh, being able to operate, get the ball out to midfield, uh, take advantage of some tendencies from the Eagles. Uh, by the way, Aaron Jones, I believe, is over his receiving prop with one uh, screenplay. Oh, uh, okay. I thought re- that was a run. No, that was one reception for 30 yards right there for Aaron Jones. And, and I think so. Good call by you. We still have six minutes left in the first yeah. quarter, and there's already 20 points on the board, and Jones is already cashed on the over on his receiving prop. The Green Bay Packers, by the way, now move down to just nine and a half point underdogs with that touchdown, 13 to seven. The extra point by Crosby is up and good. And your total is almost hitting the 60 mark, 59 and a half already. Again, just over six minutes left in the first quarter and already 20 points on the board. Uh, you Do you have it there for Aaron Jones and how many rushing yards he has? Because I know I, I know he ran the ball once. I wanted yeah. to say for at least 10 or 12 yards. I think he's off to a good start in that regard as well. Three carries for 15 yards. 15 yep. yards. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's got about uh, 40 yards to go, and right. uh, we're looking at cashing that one as well. Uh, Green Bay, again, trailing 13-7. to seven. Philadelphia will get the ball back on offense here momentarily. Six and a half minutes left to go in the first quarter. Um, let's look at the Falcons and the Commanders. This was a pretty darn good ball game, and uh, I had to feel bad for Falcons backers. Of course, you teased them up. Our friend <laughs> Las Vegas Chris is uh, not happy with that no. strategy, but it did cash. Uh, you teasing Couldn't help a, myself. I'm a, sorry. <laughs> a a, a three-and-a-half or four-point dog up to nine-and-a-half or ten. Uh, and and let's, let's do a little pro tip yeah. here. Um, yeah, it cashed, and and you still crossed some cre- uh, some key numbers. Now, did you t- uh, do it from three and a half or four? From four from yeah. four up to ten. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're, you're crossing six, you're crossing seven, you're crossing eight. Um, those those are key numbers. 
Um, but the numbers that you're crossing when you go from like a two and a half to an eight and a half are more key numbers. Right. You're crossing more of them and they're more important numbers. And the book is still charging you the same price. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you've just kind of devalued your teaser a little bit. And I know you understand that, but hey, you know, they, they all count the same at the window. Yeah, you know, uh, it's interesting because we were talking about this before the show, uh, how uh, I'm an economist, right? <laughs> yes. Um, and, you know, uh, I, I think from a betting standpoint, I'm still trying to inherent value and everything like that with, with some of the bets that are out there. Uh, but I'm also a, a bankroll guy from the lower left to the upper right. Mm -hmm. As long as my bankroll is going that sure. way. <laughs> I mean, it's going to dip and it's going to climb. It's going to dip and climb. But hopefully, it's going to go to the upper right. Well, uh, you know, at the end of the day, yeah. just win, baby. Right, right. right. Okay? Um, you and, know, square, sharp, razor, thin, whatever you want to call it. And one of the things, like, you know, what caused me to actually do the teaser uh, is just my own breakdown in the game, too. I thought it was uh, like a field goal type of game. I did too. Um, and therefore, okay, the four points, I'm, I'm pretty happy about that situation. But then you factor in the Mariota aspect of it, mm -hmm. uh, margin of error there, right? And I'm just like, wow, oh, man, I, I would really be more comfortable on a teaser here. Uh, and I know it's four points, but I would really love to have two possessions if I could uh, with the Falcons on the road against the Commanders. Well, and I think you bring up a good point too because – you know, our, again, our friend Las Vegas, Chris, you know, talking betting advice and mm -hmm. and you always want to make the most positive EV, the most positive expected value move. Uh, I think that also applies much more to uh, a better like Chris, mm -hmm. who does this for a living and has a large volume of plays right. day in and day out. Um, you, you know, not certainly on, on the level with Chris as far mm -hmm. as, you know, it's your being at your profession and the volume and that type of thing. So, um you know, again, just win, baby, at the end of the day. But I think it, it is something to be respectful of mm -hmm. that when, if you're doing this long term with a lot of volume, you do have to count every penny. Right. You know, right. And, and watch every bit of little value, because like they say, every half point matters to, to kind of use a term. Absolutely. To our point. And I respect that. I really do. People that do this for a living, I, they have my utmost respect. And um, I, I think I, I would love to sit down and, and talk to anybody that does this for a living. Um, what I did for a living way back when or whatever it was a professional football player. And it's like, I know how valuable possessions are sure. this time of year. Mm -hmm. uh, and if I can get two possessions up uh, on, a, on a situation as a better, uh, I feel like that's advantageous for me too because we're in that phase now where just a handful of plays towards the end of the game was going to determine the outcome, mm -hmm. right? Uh, especially if teams are evenly matched. And, and so if a field goal is separating the two teams – if I can get to two possessions, you know, for, from a betting standpoint, uh, to me, that's, that's beneficial. And, and, you know, I think it'd be interesting to talk to Chris and other mm -hmm. professional bettors as well. And he was the one that talked to us about, you know, adding another team and making a three-leg teaser right. and getting into the neighborhood of plus 160 or even plus 180, plus 180 when you add that other team. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that kind of offsets maybe some of the uh, not going across all of the key numbers. Uh, you know, it'd be interesting to hear yeah. what his answer is on that. It might be a little better. He might figure it shifts the, you know, the advantage a little bit better as far as the expected value. Right. But uh, – Interesting to note, regardless, the Philadelphia Eagles back on the move. They're bringing the chains out here. It was third and short, and Jalen Hurts on a keeper. I thought he got it, but they are bringing the chains out here, and it looks like they're ruling fourth and inches. So we'll see what they do from here. The live line currently off the board as Philadelphia leads this one 13-7, just over five minutes still left in the first quarter, and it looks like they're going to go for it on fourth and one. Um, let's keep an eye on this here, Mike, and we'll get to the Falcons and the Commanders recap in the next segment here. They're lining up to go for it anyway, and they do, and it looks like they do have it this time. That was Hertz or Sanders, rather, uh, on a plunge through the middle there. Just a bunch formation there for both yeah. the defense and the Philadelphia Eagles. They might have um, stopped him. <laughs> you, you thought he stopped him? Well, I thought we had uh, illegal motion, too, on the Eagles. I thought they jumped the snap count right there, but they didn't call it. Uh, at least we don't see a flag thrown right now. The second effort from Sanders looked like he got across okay. the line to gain, but uh, they, they haven't even spotted the ball yet, have the referees. And, of course, the live market is dependent on what's happening here. So the number's currently off the board 
in live wagering, but uh, they, they haven't even spotted the ball yet. I know. Like, the referees just kind of conferring on uh, what, what went down there. The Packers think they stopped him. Watch the right side of the line here. They did go early, uh, and they didn't call that. I don't know if that was the discussion. Um, but who There's not the, a flag on the play. Yeah, who blew the whistle? I, I think that's part of the discussion, too. Uh, what did you see? Uh, did you see a turnover, that kind of thing, which there was a turnover. As a running back took the ball from Jalen Hurts, who fumbled the snap. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. They're showing the replay here. It, it was Hurts. Sanders got the ball, and, and there they show his elbow down. Wow. It looks like he is short. Right. I think the Packers, well, now they're bringing out the sticks. Yeah, he's short. Packers are going to take over on downs There's here. There's a lot in that play. <laughs> there was. I mean, goodness gracious. Uh, a change of possession almost there. A uh, change of possession per player anyway with, uh, let's see, Jalen Hurts giving it to Miles Sanders, not uh, willingly. Uh, but Sanders does come up short by about six seconds or so, or six inches or so. And the Green Bay Packers will take over on offense. This game has really changed here. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we've had a lot happen in, in less than 15 minutes of football. The Eagles go out. Aaron Rodgers throws an interception. They have two touchdowns on the board right away. Then Green Bay comes back the other way. They get a touchdown right away, and now a turnover on downs, and Green Bay's back in business once again. We'll see what happens from here. The live line back up to where we started as the Packers are six-and-a-half-point underdogs. We'll be back with more in just a moment. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.